On this week's very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite Die Hard Innas. Hello and welcome to a very, very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I now have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I am John Rooney. And this week... <laughs> I kind of fucked that up. I was planning <laughs> on saying, I now have a John Rooney ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but I got a little too into the performance. You're too dedicated to your craft, John. It's all that Meisner shit. Right. <laughs> uh, and this week, in advance of next week's episode, where we're finally discussing Die Hard, kind of, uh, you'll see. Uh, this week, we're discussing our favorite Die Hard in us. Now, you know the movie Die Hard was a very big success. It was a $28 million budget, made $140 million at the box office. Huge smash hit. And it inspired hundreds of film clones that became known as the Die Hard in a blank, meaning the it's the same basic idea of Die Hard, but in a different one small location. It was kind of like the elevator pitch for a lot of action movies that were going on. Ooh, right. Yeah. And so this week we're going to talk about some of our favorite Die Hard clones, our favorite Die Hard Innas. John, what's your favorite Die Hard Inna? Speed! Die Hard in a bus! Yeah! Because nice. first off, just the the pure audacity of a, such a stupid idea <laughs> is amazing. And the fact that it works even a little bit is even triple amazing. The fact that Keanu Reeves says the line, I'm going to put down my badge. <laughs> We're just two cool dudes having a conversation. <laughs> is goddamn infinity amazing. Uh, and it should be noted that Speed uh, is directed by Jan DeBont, who is the director of photography on Die Hard. Oh, wow. So there's a nice little... There's a uh, lot of DNA in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Speed. Speed's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, great. great. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Uh, Keanu great. Reeves. Uh, uh, great unhinged Dennis Hopper performance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Top yeah. quality. Now, what's great, and I love about this movie, is that Dennis Hopper, the main antagonist, and Keanu Reeves, the main protagonist, don't really meet until the very end very of the movie. End, yeah. Right. They they just talk on the phone with each other, basically. Yeah. And is yeah. his partner Jeff Daniels? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the beginning yeah. of the movie, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's it's great. This also birthed my favorite little like ingenious sneakers esque uh, trickery moment where Keanu Reeves realizes that uh, the villain is watching what's happening on the bus through a security camera that is installed. So he gets everyone to just sit still for fifteen seconds and then loops the footage. And then loops the footage so in. that it looks like the same thing. But one woman scratches her nose and that gives away no, the No her cut. purse moves. Yeah, that's yeah, what it her was. Purse moves, yeah. And it's just it's a great ingenious device to allow the protagonist to try to make moves without the villain knowing and it's a great twist when the villain figures out what's going on. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh great movie, great uh uh just action sequences uh, a, th- a non-stop thrill ride. Uh, and one With of the- ride, underlined, because it's on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, great theme music, too. Like, the main, like, that... We're on a bus. We're on a bus. There's a bomb on the bus. There's a bomb on the bus. Go 50 miles. Go 50 miles. Go 50 miles. Remix. Was this made in the 90s by chance? 
just maybe a touch. Uh, no, it, it may have been made in my most recent fever dream. <laughs> you can read all about it in my opium-induced epic poem, Speed the Bus. <laughs> That's a mammoth play. Holy shit, you guys. Throw this whole podcast idea into the fireplace. We are now doing Speed the Bus. <laughs> The ultimate mammoth parody show. Yes. Look at this fucking bus over here. Fucking jag off bus. Fucking coming in here. Trying to give me shitty leads on my <laughs> real estate dealings. I like to pretend that I have complicated emotions about masculinity. But really, I just kind of hate women a whole bunch. Because hey. they lie a lot, I guess. Hey, guys, I want to fuck this bus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the David Mammoth band. <laughs> Patrick, what's your favorite... Uh, die Hard Enough. So, I don't remember this movie a lot enough to go on about it. But what I... a great stamp of... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been a long time. But when you said Die Hard it's Enough... It's been a long time since you rock and roll? <laughs> no. I, I rock and roll daily. Uh, but it's been a do long... You, do you rock and roll all <laughs> night and every day? No. Only in the day. I sleep at night. Well, I got a, like I got a, a regular party. person. Yeah, I got yeah. a party every day. Yeah, every day. Uh, anyway... But uh, my favorite Die Hard in is going to be the Stallone classic Daylight. Die Hard oh, in a tunnel. Yeah, yeah that's with right. With cars and water and shit. I've never actually seen that movie, but the trailer terrified me to go into tunnels. It's like, <laughs> if you kind of liked a, a cliffhanger, but like the heights kind of got to you, <laughs> Daylight was for you. <laughs> Oh man, that's a great like. That's probably one of the last like good '90s Stallone movies. That might be before yeah. he started getting into like his horseshit Get Carter phase. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, like post post Demolition Man, it got a little rough. Yeah, on him. now definitely. he's doing this weird thing where he's riding his own coattails. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if Rocky was an old man? But, like, here's the thing. And then he boxed the guy and didn't automatically die. <laughs> but, like, here's... Even though he's 70 years old, the most of his body's broken down from boxing. Like, the dumb thing is, though... It I ain't about kinda... how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and, and then keep Rambo. on going. Oh, yeah, Rambo. <laughs> the thing that's fucked up though is I really like Rocky Balboa. I really loved Apollo. Apollo was a goddamn miracle movie. You mean Creed? Creed, yeah, I'm sorry. Creed. Um and even the yeah, Apollo even... was the sequel where they go into space <laughs> yeah, right. and their spaceship blows up right. and Tom Hanks has to get them home. Yeah, that's true. Apollo 13 is now getting 12 prequels. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, Apollo Creed punching the space shuttle into space. Yes, it's weird because like all of his revisitations of his classic movies have actually turned out pretty good. It's his like shitty Expendables oh, thing God, where he's just awful. cashing in on like the general nostalgia yeah. of eighties movies yeah. that are just unbearable. Yeah. yeah, the first Expendables is okay. It had for like what a it novelty is. to it's it. Rough, yeah. though. It's rough. It's rough, but like like you get like you get it. You signed on for that. Yeah. Expendables 2 is absolute garbage except for the fact that the bad guy is Jean-Claude Van Damme and he plays a guy named Jean Villain. <laughs> <laughs> Jean the Villain? He plays Jean 
villain. But yeah, <laughs> when they get to fucking Expendables 3 and they're non-ironically throwing uh, fucking... Oh, shit, what's his name? The guy that kicks what real hard? Chuck oh, Norris? Yeah. Chuck Norris is in 2, I think. Is he in 2? Yeah. Whatever, he just shows yeah. up to shoot a bunch of people. He doesn't even kick anybody. He's like 80. Yeah. Yeah, but he still does those uh, ads for all those exercise machines. Yeah, he does still row or whatever it is that he does. <laughs> so you know what? I think he could have kicked one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fuck you, Expendables. Anyway, daylight. Yep, die hard in a tunnel. Die hard in a tunnel. I dig it. I dig it. Mark, what is your favorite die hard in a? Uh, I said it outside. And I don't remember. Was it uh, executive decision? No, it wasn't oh, executive uh, decision. Air Force One. No, that's right. My Those favorite. Are both real great honorable mentions. Yes, the Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> They're both diehards in a plane. Mummy is diehard in a mummy. Yeah, that's diehard in the desert. Yep. No, my my <laughs> my die my favorite diehard in a is the Steven Seagal classic oh. Under Siege. Yes. Die hard in a naval boat. Yeah. Ja, uh, uh, Steven Seagal in his only good movie plays Casey Ryback, the chef on a naval boat. Yeah. It's taken over by crazy terrorists led by Tommy Lee Jones as a fucking hippie yeah. <laughs> and Gary Busey as a Gary Busey type. <laughs> and what they fail to... What the Buse is yeah, the name of his yes. character. And the what Buse they, is loose. And what Give they, him the juice. What they failed to realize that Casey Ryback, the cook, was also Casey Ryback, most dangerous man in the world. <laughs> it's that it's got that great scene that was in a lot of like '90s movies, where like the introduction to the character was done by somebody in a different location. Where it's like Casey Ryback is the most dangerous soldier that's ever lived. He won three different medals and killed forty-five different people. Confirmed. <laughs> and then meanwhile, like Casey Ryback is just like chopping shrimp and shit on the yeah, boat. Right. And what I love about that is. It was in that period in Seagal's career where he signed into every contract that he may not look like he's ever going to lose a fight. Right. Every fight is a thousand percent yeah. one-sided. Oh, yes. it's so they, good, though. Yeah, he just <laughs> like, he just rocks people. He breaks so many necks oh. in that movie. And the like the I, it's fantastic. It's a great like small Doesn't space. He, like thriller. shove Tommy Lee Jones through a like lever or something. I think so. Is yeah, that the one where the guy is behind him it. and he reaches down and squeezes the dude's balls? Is yeah. That one that one? <laughs> yes. Is that, yeah. He has to like and he has to babysit Erica Leniac the entire time oh. because for some reason as part of the heist they hired a stripper to pop out of a cake. Because <laughs> it was the '90s, and you needed boobs for like 30 seconds to you make do. a movie. You do actually, uh, that just was any movie. How they were current? That's yeah. That's that I mean, got made. That, yeah, I mean that's how fucking Philadelphia got made. <laughs> 30 seconds of boobs and I then love, yeah 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 uh, Mr. Hanks I love your very serious movie about a very serious issue throw in two boobs and 50 million dollars you got yourself a picture Mr. Hanks a picture thank you Mr. Weinstein <laughs> so send in the next movie send in the next movie a Pulp Fiction Tarantino Quinn Quinn baby I love it throw in two boobs and 50 million dollars you got yourself a picture how about four boobs thanks mr weinstein get out of my office you crazy kid <laughs> million dollar baby you're perfect don't ever change get out of here you crazy kid <laughs> so yeah so under siege uh one of the things uh i definitely love about that movie is 
like Patrick said, Steven Seagal plays in essence like an unstoppable killing machine <laughs> until until he comes up against Tommy Lee Jones, who is easily thirty years older <laughs> than Steven Seagal. Had and he won an Academy is, Award at this point? Yeah, this yeah. Yes, I believe that. Uh, Didn't he ooh. win for Coal Miner's Daughter? Oh yeah, you're right. I think he might have. Done yeah. That. So I don't know. Either way, he was already Tommy Lee Jones. Right. People knew who he was. And he gets in a fight with Seagal, and he holds his own, even though he, yes, he is, like, outweighed by 30 pounds, oh. and outclassed by, like, all the martial arts. That makes sense to me, because I saw... But fuck it, Al Gore's college roommate fucks Steven Seagal up for a <laughs> well, you, you should watch The Haunted, where he fucks up Benicio Del Toro with a homemade stone knife. Oh, that's a dope that's movie. so... I mean, actually, it's a pretty shitty movie, Yeah, it's a great <laughs> knife fight. All the knife fights the are great, yeah. The whole movie of knife fights is fantastic. <laughs> shitty movie, though. Yeah, but yeah. great knife fights. Holy crap, the knife fights. Die hard with a knife fight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have chosen Under Siege. Uh, Under Siege 2 is the sequel. It's Die Hard on a train. On a train. And the bad guy is played by noted Broadway guy, Eric Bogosian, yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Uh, because he was the first one to answer his phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, it starts with the letter B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, let's start with Bogosian. <laughs> Uh, any other honorable mentions we want to mention as far as Die Hard in us? Oh, yeah. Uh, Titanic, Die Hard in a Cruise Liner. Yeah. Yeah. That's also the Poseidon Adventure. Uh, the Abyss, Die Hard in an underwater base with alien stuff. The Sphere, oh, yeah. Die Sphere. Hard at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. There's a lot of water involved in these Die yeah. Hards. Crimson Tide, Die Hard on a Navy ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red October. Die Hard in a Sub. Die Hard in a Sub, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, Red Dawn, Die Hard in a Politically Turbulent Time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sequel to Lovers in a Dangerous Time, I guess. <laughs> uh, so that is it for our favorite Die Hard in us. Next week, as I said before, we will be discussing mostly the movie Die Hard. <laughs> Ish. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I can tell you that. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great stuff. And now we're going to say, stop, don't look at me like that, John. <laughs> Play the goodbye music, John. I'm sorry. I Play just, it. I just, I know that there's only 20 minutes of Die Hard content in our Die Hard episode. I, we really got to start recording the mini-sodes before <laughs> the regular episodes. Oh, man, I like them loose. So yeah. we can't, we got we got we got to stop alluding to what's going to happen. <laughs> no, I like it because we, we use the uh, main episode as a way to warm up for the mini-sodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the real action is. So yeah, next week we'll be talking about Die Hard. In the meantime, enjoy this. Subscribe to us on iTunes and all that good stuff. Send us a rating, a review. Follow us on Twitter. You'll hear all this shit when I say it again over the ending <laughs> music. But I'm saying it now because I've ran out of things to say. John, cue my music. Patrick. Patrick. I said John cue my music. <laughs> I was just getting in on the ensemble. I was going to cue you. Don't oh, step oh word. All right. Let's do, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Do it again. John, keep it going. Do not step on my music. It's my time to shine. It's my time. Don't you step on my music. Don't you step on my music. I'm going to drown you out with loud music. Drowning you out because you're You're changing the genre in a way that I'm not ready to go with. You're changing the genre. I don't think this is tasteful anymore. This is jazz. This is exactly what jazz is. Everybody loves jazz when it sounds like three white guys doing nothing. I mean, the the return of Bruno definitely (laughs) proves that. Yeah, definitely. Goodbye. (laughs) 
Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosendahl. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere five podcasts are purveyed. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.